For over 20 years, Dr. James Maxwell and his team at Crestwood Dental have been providing quality care to patients of all ages. They offer a variety of services from cleanings to cosmetic dentistry and restorations with today's most advanced technology, including the most up-to-date lasers, digital x-rays, and impressions. They offer Invisalign and custom aligners with their 3D printer. Crestwood Dental accepts most insurance plans and a membership program for uninsured patients. Schedule today at 314-463-5655 or crestwooddental.com. Well, here we are for a Stanley Cup Finals version of the Last Minute Blues podcast. Jeff Burton, former Blue Jamie Rivers, Donnie Fandango. Gentlemen, we are here. And unlike yesterday, I kind of feel like yesterday we were all kind of still enjoying and kind of, kind of, uh, you know, just sitting in the moment. But today it feels like the page has turned a little bit. And it's time to get focused on the task at hand that's, that's starting on Monday and those Boston Bruins. So, uh, are you saying this real now? Is that I what you're mean, saying? It, it's very real and it feels like it. Donnie you know? just got hit in the head with a frying pan, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is real. Like, yeah, this whap! is real. I can't imagine what the players are thinking. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jamie, talk about that. What is what is the mind frame for the guys at this point? And are they back practicing today? Or how much time did they get off between the series? They, they got yesterday off for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was great about that, too, is we saw them at the Cardinals game. You know, that it's it's great to see the support that, they're giving the Cardinals and the Cardinals show up for, you know, the big games for the Blues. But, yeah, yesterday was probably one of those days where Craig Ruby said, uh, get out of the building and just literally go think and do something else for 24 hours. And then when you come back, be ready to go. And so they practice today, probably a light skate just to get on the ice, but they'll go over the booklet of Boston Bruins information. They'll have every breakout, every power play set, every player, their strengths or weaknesses. Trust me. They will have everything that's even documented about the Boston Bruins so that they're ready to go. So, yes, it's back to work today, and their mindset's going to be it's go time. Well, and today, Jeff and I kind of thought the best way to go about this would be as kind of a, a bit of a preview. Uh, Jamie, how you kind of see this series breaking down. So, wait a minute. You and Jeff, again, got together Without me. We just wanted was, to be prepared, yeah. Jamie. That's I all. I swear we didn't text without you. It was lunch. <laughs> I know you guys both have my number. <laughs> yeah. So it's really weird. It's, it's amazing, though, when you guys want me to buy lunch. It's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Riv, yeah, we're running yeah. late. Hey, man, you got that just, NHL player in that background, yeah, man. I don't, I don't quite know me the, the cash. We're about ready to get our check here it's, at uh, Applebee's. It's Journeyman. Player from a long time ago that doesn't equal <laughs> NHL or, or the paychecks they get this day, these what, days. What was the last year that you actually played professional hockey? I know it wasn't in the States, but. I would say 2010, 2011. Damn, it's wow. that long ago Man, already. I think, it, I think it's like seven or eight years. And, and I, for, I could be incorrect. but For the people that don't know, here's today's nugget on Jamie Rivers. The man has died once. I remember that story. Yeah, and it was not even story. here in the States. And, and we don't necessarily want to talk about you today. But quickly. <laughs> I wouldn't either. The, the, it, was, it wasn't it was Russia. Was it Russia? No, it was in Croatia. Okay, Croatia. Family flies Slide over upgrade. there. Uh, family flies over there for the holidays. Yeah. You are at practice. You get hit pretty hard. Uh, you come back to your place. They're all there. You put them on a plane to come back here, which is more than a half hour flight. And while they're in the air, you die on an operating room table. Yeah, you got. You know what? He did a good job. He got most of that story right, yeah. which is good for Jeff Burton. Thank you wow. very much. Uh, but it wasn't at practice. Oh, it wasn't. We're actually we're playing a game. Okay, and uh, 
there's video of it on Google. You can find it. Guy cuts through the middle of the ice, and I hammered him with his head down. His head hit me in the sternum area, and I guess that's when my spleen burst. Whoa. And But I finished the game, Jeff. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're a hockey player. It's because it's a hockey guy. That's yeah. right. And then bust back after the game, and then all the other stuff. Got the family on the plane, yada, yada. But 24 hours later, I was, like, going into shock, like, bleeding to death internally. So it was pretty wild. Yeah, and then, but but I mean, further into this, you, from what I remember, and thinking Croatia here, you, the operating room, you're like your pants, shoes, everything were still on, right? Like they, they just ripped <laughs> everything open, exposed you, and, and got to oh work, my right? God. They, I literally, I went in fully dressed, and they just kind of cut my shirt off, and were starting to shave me down and get me ready. And I was still on the phone. Actually, I was talking to my wife, who had landed in, I think it was. Uh, maybe Frankfurt or one of these places where she was getting ready to cross the ocean. And then when I woke up from it all, I was naked, head mm-hmm. to toe. Not, been nothing. there. Been there. That's what, I was like, wow, this doesn't usually happen at the hospital. Right, not in Croatia. <laughs> anyway. forward. Yeah. But, yeah, so they had me on a steel table in the corner. I'll never forget it. And I got up to, to move. And I obviously was like, uh, like some pain. I said some other things, too, along the way there. But yeah. they all stopped and looked at me and ran over. And threw a pillow under my head, threw a blanket, hooked me up to everything. I didn't think any, anything of it at the time, but later on I realized they, they just thought I was dead. They, they thought you were dead, dead. and pushed, and pushed I was you in the into corner. the corner. Like, there was a dude like eating lunch on the table next to my leg. Are you are you dude, comfortable is, showing the scar? Yeah. Have you dude, ever seen the scar? Holy cow. How, how you doing? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, they did a real good job. I think they had a rusty butter knife. <laughs> Which is a great band name, by it the way. Good. Rusty Butter Knife. Oh, that is a good band yeah, name. Yeah, playing that Delmar is, Hall. Dude, that is incredible. Yeah, we'll we'll edit all this out. So Boston. <laughs> <laughs> that that I that but that is amazing. But well, I guess one of the things we could start with with the series this is This all started with like secret text chain. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. We have a, we have a way of letting it go left, you know. Yeah. Um Boston has opened the series as an early favorite. Jamie in our conversations, Jeff in our conversations it seems as though, you know, we feel like this is a little bit more evenly matched than maybe what the odds makers are saying. Why is Boston opening up as as, as the favorite as much as they are? Well, they're, they're a real deep team. You know, they, mm-hmm. they are. They have uh, a couple of guys there who have championship pedigree that have won the cup before. And you know, their, their numbers right now are off the chart. Their playoffs have been incredible. Tuka Rask is under a two-goal a game, goals against average. Their forward lines are clicking. Their penalty kill is good. Their power plays, I get 34%. Oof. So, you know, these all little things that make your team the favorite, at least on paper, heading into it. Now, counter-argument to that is that I believe they've had a little bit easier road to the Cup than we have. Mm-hmm. You know, they played Toronto, which was a tough series, but not, you know, a, a crazy tough series. And they had Columbus, which was kind of the same. Some talented guys, but not real deep. Carolina, which was the Cinderella story of everything, but, you know, they had gotten there probably one round too many. Probably shouldn't have been there. So they swept them, and now they're in the finals, whereas the Blues have played, in in my opinion, the three toughest teams over on the West. They've had to go through Winnipeg, Dallas, and then most recently here, the – I'm brain farting. The San Jose, San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks. Why am I brain farting? I had the green on my head. And I'm like, I just said Dallas. I just said Dallas. But yes, the San Jose Sharks and Big Joe Thornton. I should have known looking at your beard. I should have right. thought of But yeah, so we've had a much tougher road to the final than, than they have. So we'll see how that works. Are they well rested or are they maybe a little bit unprepared, not ready? Are we on our game? Are we ready to roll? Are we a little tired? I'm not sure. Well, and you and you talk about the rest. How long have they been off? Thirteen days, something like that. It's it, a long time. And wow, my that's my question, yeah, my question here is: when they 
when they clinched, Tuka Rask was quote unquote on fire. Is he? Is can a guy still be on fire? Thirteen days later. Yeah, th- that's the tough one, right? All of those guys, whoever was playing well at the end of the, uh, the last series for the Boston Bruins. Like, who knows? It's not like the rhythm that you get into and you just keep going and, you, and it, all of a sudden you've had a great playoff. These guys have been off a long time. So the positive for that is any little injuries that they have will probably be gone by now and they'll be ready that way to go health-wise. But you're 100% right. Like, are they going to come in with rhythm? Are they going to come in with that playoff mindset again? Can they ramp it up just like that overnight? I don't know. It's going to be tough to, to, to tell right away, but I do know the Blues – are going to have to do what they do best, get the puck in deep, work the heck out of them down low, get the pucks to the front of the net, and challenge these guys every single time. And if they're not ready, maybe we get up by a game early. I uh, I think I already know the answer to this question. I'm actually fairly certain I do. Uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about extensively during the last round was Martin Jones and his weaknesses. Does Tuka Rask have any weaknesses? Is there is there a book on him? I know what you do. You feed him some bad chicken the day before. <laughs> yes. Really, about all you can do, right? Throw a little visine in his water bottle. Have him running back and forth from the crease to the yeah. potty but, there. But, see, but I mean, this guy is 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 one of the premier goalies in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I uh, I haven't had a chance to dive into the numbers, which uh, I've had fun doing that the last couple yeah. of rounds of diving in and, and getting kind of a scouting report. Uh, but he's been. I don't want to say unbeatable, but he's been really, really good. I mean, he's dialed in. He, you know, he's making saves in the last series where he's not even moving barely, and he's making breakaway saves. So, this is as as good as I've ever seen Tuka Rask, but he hasn't played the St. Louis Blues yet, right? And I don't think he's really been super tested on the road to the Cup from the Eastern Conference. Very good. Well, obviously, you know, one of the things in this storyline that has been. Uh, here, I'm going to just say this. Say it this way. Why has it got to be Bacchus? Yeah. Out of all the ex blues, why does it got to be? Why does it got to be the the captain? Man, I have so much respect for that guy. I like him so much. The, just why? <laughs> hey, couldn't it be Eric Brewer? Who gives a crap? You know what <laughs> right, I'm right, right. But I mean, I think in, in having conversations with Jeff, what is what is David's role on the Bruins right now? Is it, is it similar, and we talked about this, to what Steen has done for the Blues and going down to that fourth line? Or can you, can you kind of talk about that? Yeah, I mean, you guys nailed it, which is, I'm in shock, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, holy crap. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got Google too. Oh, wow. You overachieving <laughs> sons of gun, you. Um, but yeah, David Backus has accepted a lesser role. He's yeah. healthy scratched a couple times throughout this playoff year. And. Yeah, he, he's much like Alexander Steen. He, he's playing on the fourth line. He's a big body. He ramps it up pretty good. The last series, he was really effective, you know, hitting guys and, and getting traffic to the front of the net. I think he's playing probably the best hockey he has all year for the Boston Bruins. And once again, because he's in the same situation as Alexander Steen, they've got forward depth. You know, David Backus is on your fourth line which is like, wow, well, what do the rest of your lines look like, right? Right. So, yeah, it sucks that we have to play a guy that we, we grew to love here in St. Louis and that pretty much, you know, grew his NHL wings, so to say, here in in their, in our great city. But guess what? Someone has to lose. Someone has to go yeah. away crying. And right now he's wearing the spoked wheel over there with the Boston Bruins, so he can beat it. What, what do you think uh... – St. Louis's reaction is going to be to him when he comes. And I know he's played here as a Boston Bruin, but not in the Stanley Cup final. What happens? Do we reserve our love for him until after we beat them? 
or do we give him a big round of applause when he comes out on the ice or no? Yeah, no round of applause. No round of applause. No, no. Look, there's plenty of time for that after. In fact, Alex Petrangelo and David Backus are, are great friends. And so they, they had a little text conversation talking about how, hey, I love you now and I'll love you in two weeks. But uh, basically, it's go time. And Petro mentioned something, I guess, to the media today about that little conversation. And he goes, uh, I, I hit send and I haven't heard back yet from him. So he goes, so I guess it's already started. <laughs> the game face is already on. Yeah. I well, mean, you can't blame him, though, right? I mean, I do. I, 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 that doesn't surprise me about nope. David Backus. It really doesn't. No, it, it, it is what it is. And I've said this a lot before is there's some of my best friends in the game of hockey. I've had to go and, you know, get after them in a game. I've had to fight guys. And then you're, you know, it's like, hey, I'll buy you a beer after the game, but it's go time right, right now. Yeah. And that's the way it has to be. These guys all grew up wanting to win a Stanley Cup. Everybody who plays the game, this is the ultimate prize. You're not going to risk the ultimate prize just because you want to be like buddy-buddy with your right, you know, right. your guy you're going to have a cocktail with later. Right, yeah. Like, guess what? He'll still have a drink with you later, even if you put him through the boards. Right. Absolutely. And closing, just one more thing here to mention, uh, to, to ask about. Brad Marchand um, is seemingly a gigantic, well, not gigantic, seemingly a pint-sized douchebag. Mm -hmm. What are the Blues going to, you know what, but in saying that, that's not fair because he's a tremendous player, and I think that you can't overshadow that. No, no, what you said is fair. But he is a douchebag. You didn't say he was a bad player. How do the Blues combat that? How do they deal with that guy who is going to be looking for it the second that game starts on Monday? He's a guy who thrives on the controversy that surrounds him. And so the best way to nullify that is just leave him be. Mm-hmm. You know, play him hard, put him through the boards every single time you can. Soon as the whistle goes, skate away. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, and I'll let you continue. I'm going to let you finish. But he, <laughs> he seems, always says that. He seems like he seems like he dances around the whistles. Like he gets his shot in right before the whistle or right after the whistle, which is the two times you can retaliate and you're the one who gets the two minute penalty. Yeah, and it's the the retaliation, even if it's in the middle of the play, draws the attention of the refs, draws the attention of the cameras. Everybody zooms in for that, like, oh, what what's he gonna do now, right? Because right. Brad Marchand just did this. Just nullify him. Don't even give him the satisfaction. And I've played against guys like that a lot in my career. And the moment you don't give them their payoff, which is that extra attention or that frustration, then it starts to work the other way where they're trying to ramp it up even more then. And if they're trying to do stupid stuff rather than score goals, that's a win for sure, us. Right. Yeah. So I would just, wouldn't even engage. Play him as hard as you can during the shift and then skate away like a robot almost. That will drive him nuts. Instead of licking people in the face for this series, he'll be swallowing right. his own tongue in the corner, going right. so freaking crazy. And it might have been on on your your gig with ESPN, but somebody mentioned uh, that not only does he get you to draw the penalty, but he 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 lets you know about it as you're getting skated away with the referee. Yeah, he's that kid that you just never get tired of punching in the face. <laughs> like seriously, right, yeah. like he's got a face that even a mother would punch. Right. It's almost like it's almost worth the two minutes. But that's what he wants you to think. I, it, it, well, then he's that's out there what, scoring goals. He's winning yeah, that way, exactly. right? So if you take a penalty on him or whatever, just don't even look at him. Just skate to the box. Don't acknowledge it because that's his fuel. And it's like the more you give him, the better he gets. But, so. but, like, as a competitive person, like, I'm just thinking about being in, like, the throes of a game like that. Right. And you got that little a-hole chirp, 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 and I don't know that it is in my DNA that I could not say something. Yeah, you but know? you know what you do, Donnie, is you you take that anger, that energy, and then you go and run Patrice Bergeron through the boards. Right. 
and you go after Jake DeBrusque, you go after some of these other guys, you go after David Pasternak, and you rub it. Like, you do the Brad Marchand to one of them, and guess what's going to happen? Then Brad Marchand is going to have to turn and come and come after you mm-hmm. because he's going to feel like, wow, this these guys are going after my line mates. You know, i got to have to get in there. Now you're winning the battle. Because you're, you're changing his role now. Flipping the script. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Well, I can't wait to see this all go down. Mm-mm. Monday, game number one, Stanley Cup Finals. Bruins, Blues, the Last Minute Blues podcast. Jamie Rivers, Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango. We will be back next week to uh, talk about what has transpired to uh, that particular point. Thank you very much for listening. Let's go Blues. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.